0: All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Elevation Podcast. If you do not know already, I have a Facebook page. Go ahead and follow it and like it. It's at GoGhost Elevation Podcast. If you'd like to hit me up with questions, comments, and concerns, make sure you can do that through the email, which I'll make a link in the description on Anchor down below. Okay, guys, very interesting topic today. I, by the way, I love the support I'm getting for uh, the podcast. I will keep putting out more content as soon as possible. Uh, it'll probably be between one to two episodes or even two to three episodes a week so you guys can get that more fire content, all right? So let's start off with the conversation. A lot of people, you know, the world the world is going crazy today with a lot of politics, uh, climate changes, you know, a lot of different changes happening in the world a lot of rules being set forth, a lot of people getting the discipline they truly deserve to make themselves great. Am I right? I know I'm right. Because today we're going to talk about happiness and how people can achieve happiness and how people sometimes often confuse happiness with satisfaction. That is another issue that we're going to be talking about. And what are some ways what you can do today that can help you get the happiness, whether it's driving to work, whether it's dealing with little issues, adversaries, we are here to help at Elevation. All right? So first of all, what is happiness? We like to all agree that happiness is a form of enjoyment, right? Happiness is something that when we go to a four-star restaurant and we go eat with a bunch of family members, that can bring happiness. Well, that's if you like your family at least. For me, it brings happiness. (laughs) But for others, it might bring pleasure or even satisfaction or a lot of whole other things. But whenever we are confronted with the original idea of happiness, it takes us on a mental journey, right? It takes us on a journey to discover when and where happiness took place. And it's true because we always like to think that happiness is not our natural state. And then happiness takes a lot more energy for us to be at. Rather than the opposite, which is sadness, angry, envy, uh, you know, threatening. All these different bad energies that take more energy out of you than happiness itself. And to start, happiness is defined as a mental state in which ideas and creativity are combined with joy and pleasure. And like I said, in other words, you can say happiness is our natural state. Now, I do have... Uh, to support this, I have an article from Quartz.com, and it's about the Nobel Peace, Peace Prize-winning psychologist, Danu Kamen. Now, I did look into him, and he's an amazing man. He's very influential, especially with the younger crowd. And he talks more about happiness and what we can do every day to identify what that happiness is specifically and how oftentimes people can confuse it with life-going satisfaction. Okay, So the article says that in their own definition – this is Quartz's definition. This is this is not Commons' definition. He says happiness is a momentary experience that arises spontaneously and is fleeting. Meanwhile, satisfaction is a long-term feeling built over time and based on achieving goals and building the kind of life you admire. Okay. So let me let me throw in some examples here between happiness and satisfaction. Okay, number 1. I'd like to think of happiness uh like I said, first When you combine joy and pleasure together for a little moment, okay, let's say you are in the high mountains in the northeast part of the United States or the northwest part of the United States and you're going skiing. You're going skiing down, you know, not a super steep hill. You know, you're on if you guys ever been skiing, you know, that green circle, which means a super easy one for me. I love the green circles because it requires no knowledge necessary before of snowboarding and or skiing to do it, which means the less likely to get injured, even though probably my dumbass ass would still like get injured. <laughs> but anyways, happiness is when you're going down that and you're enjoying the moment, you're enjoying those four or five, even 10 minutes if you're slow. And you're enjoying those 10 minutes of happiness, going down the hill, skiing with your best buds, and you are just overall having a great time. So satisfaction, because they say is a long-term feeling and that it's built over time and based on the life you admire, satisfaction is uh, what everyone sees is, in my opinion, what everyone is long yearning for compared to happiness. I believe that a lot of people are going to want to have self-satisfaction before they do happiness. I do agree with this. For example, personal satisfaction would be when you've been working 10 years at uh, you know manufacturing company or you've been assembling cars for 10 years or you've been working the valet like I used to do for 10 years. I've never done it for 10 years, but I'm just saying someone who is in that field for 10 years. And let's say all of a sudden they go from valley assistant to now someone who's a manager or a senior management, and they go up the ranks, and they're making a lot more money than they used to do. They're clocking a lot more hours than they could have, and they're overall just more satisfied with their work. Or if you have a family, you're about to begin having a family, you just came into a new relationship, you are setting your priorities straight when it comes to family, you're putting yourself first, but second, very close to yourself is family because everything revolves around it. That is more of personal satisfaction, right? Happiness is, you know, let's say going go-karting with your children or going to a softball competition, a softball tournament with your daughter playing it uh, in high school or middle school, whatever it can be. Those things are happiness in the moment. Because I want to say happiness is true only in the present. Happiness is false in the past, and happiness is false in the future. Because they don't relatively exist, happiness can only agree in the present. Satisfaction, I believe, is more towards the future. And if you guys do agree, take these examples to heart, because these things are what's going to make us improve our lives, especially becoming our ideal person. Okay, now I'm going to talk about things that typically make us happy hanging out with friends, you know, going bowling, going to, if you're 20 to 25, you're going to nightclubs here and there, you know, you're out there meeting new people, you're probably going to the beaches, you know, you're just having a great time. You're living your best life at the moment. Completing a task on time. Okay, this is personally for me. If I complete the task on time, it makes me happiness. Moreover, it makes me satisfied because if I put a list, like let's say on a post-it, and I have four things to do for the day, or I have six things to do for the day, or even 15, if I make sure I at least complete half of that, I have succeeded, and therefore I'm happy, and therefore I can take a break and either play video games or watch a movie, all these different things that you can do. So it's important to know that when you put all of these things into effect, all of these things can be very beneficial for you. And in a tense, it becomes even more influential to others and it becomes when we can not only influence ourselves but influence others so actually that video uh i'm was going to play it but pretty much the video talks about daniel common and how he goes more into his philosophy about life satisfaction but i'm just going to link the video down below so i can play it for you guys okay but real quick a little bit about daniel Kahneman. Nino uh, he was a Nobel Peace Prize winner in economics, and he mixes uh, psychological research with economic science. That's the reason why he became a Nobel Peace Prize winner in the first place. And among many other words, he has pioneered what is to be a thoughts on happiness and how it's part of our natural habitat. He's currently a professor of psychology and public affairs at the Woodrow Wilson School. And to be honest, he says that we're not as interested in happiness as we may claim. And here's a quote by him. He says, Altogether, I don't think that people maximize happiness in that sense. This doesn't seem to be what people want to do. They actually want to maximize their satisfaction with themselves and their lives. And that leads in completely different directions than the maximization of happiness. I totally agree, guys. Why is it that everyone's looking for happiness when people truly want satisfaction? Satisfaction sometimes can lead to happiness. Happiness can lead to satisfaction. It's all dependent on the person's opinions, right? And how you look at yourself in terms of self-awareness. Now you say, "Gogos, why does this? What do you, Ayakvos, What do you mean by self-awareness? Why does this have to do anything with feeling happy?" Well, I'll tell you. It allows you to see problematic behaviors that uh, can occur in the in the previous, right? Learn from your mistakes, moving forward. Okay, it's a way of knowing yourself and when you know yourself and you value your being and you know that every day you live is going to be something that you do that's fulfilling to your heart and fulfilling to your soul and your mindset and it's something that goes along with your moral character, all these things can make us happy and they can make us satisfied and moreover, an enjoyable person to be around, right? When you look at friends or acquaintances, what do you think? You think you want to hang out with the most positive people in your life so that they can bring you up. And we're we're going to have an episode about that on how uh, friends can either hurt or impact you. We're going to have that as a future episode. But how can friends and acquaintances be able to influence our decision-making? And they go into a big study uh, where they explain that. But anyways... Uh, he also are common also argues that satisfaction is based on social comparisons, unfortunately, what do you, what do I mean by this? Well, when he, uh, when he explains about social comparisons, mostly he's talking about social media and how he, and he explains in his own words, uh, social yardsticks, achieving goals and meeting expectations. So what does that mean? It means that you look at social media and let's say you you see a guy with a six pack, and he's thirty years old, and he's got a wife and kids, and you say, you know what, I want to be like this guy. And you put you working in the gym, and you put all these hours in, and you're out there improving yourself to would meet, uh, have a future relationship with somebody. And then all of a sudden, three to five years down the road, you haven't completed those goals yet, right? Either because you were lazy, and you didn't see yourself as being that person at all. But or if you put your work at the gym and maybe you didn't have the same results as this guy did on social media, that's going to sometimes hurt the person and say, you know what, I give up because I'll never be able to look like this person. Even if with the best uh, performance enhancing drugs, I will never look like this guy. Well, truthfully, everyone has different genetics, as we all know. So therefore, social comparisons, I don't even believe it as a thing. It can be progress reports, for example. If you see someone, uh, you know, if you take a picture of your, of your photo, let's say September of 2020, and you know you're 200 and something pounds, and then you take a picture now, in your 190 pounds, that's yeah, that's might be 10 pounds in anywhere, uh, probably more than six months. However, you improved yourself even by a little bit, and you should always compare yourself with your. Uh, you should always compare yourself with nobody else. Okay. And uh, he also explains that money is a significant influence on life satisfaction. Why is that? Well, it's because satisfaction brings us happiness in some cases, right? So a lot of times money can make us be influenced by these certain things, by these certain decision-making. They say more money, more problems. I personally don't believe that. I think money will be able to save a lot of issues. However, if you bring yourself to buy more liabilities, it will not create problems for you. It'll actually create more issues, and that's why people say money is not the end-all deal. And I do agree with that. I think personal satisfaction and happiness are the end-all deal. Because guess what? If you're happy with $1,000 in the bank versus someone who has a million dollars in the bank that's not happy, Who are you going to trust more? Society would trust the person with more money because that's what everyone is trying to grasp for. They believe that satisfaction equals that they're going to achieve all this money that they can spend whatever they want with no worries. However, a true entrepreneur, a true someone who is working hard, a true someone who is satisfied every single day, that's happy every single day, is going to work their ass off even with the abundance of money they have. Because they are so entitled and they are so self-centered in their work that they don't want to quit. If they're 85 years old, 90 years old, they don't want to quit work. They don't want to retire. You know, I remember I used to play golf a little bit and I used to talk to this guy. He was an Army veteran. He was an Army staff sergeant. And he retired after 18 years of service. And he told me this. He goes, you know, I never enjoyed a retirement like everyone else does. Yes, he gets a paycheck uh, for, I forgot what it was, he gets a paycheck for disability and, you know, he's getting money from the army uh, that pays for a lifestyle. However, he says, I felt more entitled and I loved my days more when I was in the army. And he says a lot of people, a lot of soldiers didn't like the way they viewed him because they felt like he was cocky or they felt like he was overconfident for his structural power. And if you look at that, that is really why people are so based on social comparison to make themselves happy. We have to go deep inside ourselves and ask us what is the true aspect of life that can help us bring happiness, not only to ourselves, but bring happiness to the others and the people we love the most. All right. Um, So we talked about definitions, right? We know that Life satisfaction uh, is something that can be achieved over time and not momentarily or not at the present. So, if you think about it, an overall assessment of feelings and attitude about one's life at some time, whether it's positive or negative, can be life satisfaction. And, you know, it can be when a person evaluates the overall quantity of his or her life or how much the person likes their lives and how they want to lead it and so what is the difference you guys might ask well not only is it the past and the present but in the moment experiences happiness life satisfaction is uh, more stable more stable and long lived okay that's very important to understand now what I've been talking about a lot is quality of life between satisfaction of happiness. So what do I mean by that? Quality of life can be dependent on numerous amount of things. Number one, quality of life is dependent upon how much work you put in. How much are you, how much so bad are you willing to make something work to where you have to add in extra hours in your day, not only to become your ideal person, but scale that business you always wanted, create the project you you thought people never wanted to do. Invent something you never think has been invented before. This is what I mean by quality of life. Whatever work you put in now is going to eventually determine the quality of life you have in the future. Whether it's health, whether it's business, whether it's personal growth, whether it's relationships, whether it's family, all these different things can come into effect once you understand where the quality of life you want to be. Now, Someone, let's say, who's homeless or terminally ill, uh, they can have a higher life satisfaction than a wealthy person in good health. Because the simplicity of it is that when we don't have a lot of things going on, but those little things we do have in control of can be much more, can bring us much more life satisfaction and happiness than, for example, someone who's wealthy, who has a lot of dinero, good health. But the problem is, is that they don't have a lot of things in control of their life. You know, maybe their their significant others is actually controlling their lives for them. And they might feel trapped. Okay? So that can be a, that can be an issue too. Um, now, I do, uh, there's positivepsychology.com, which is another article that I have resourced. And they said that there are two main types of theories about life satisfaction. And they explain that there's a top-down theories and bottom-up theories. The bottom-up theories are life satisfaction as a result of satisfaction in the many domains of life and that the top-down theories uh, is life satisfaction as an influencer or domain-specific satisfaction. Okay, so what do I mean by that? When you say as a result of satisfaction in the many domains of life, they're talking about experiencing Happiness, I mean, experiencing satisfaction in work, relationships, family, friends, personal development, business. Uh, It could be health. It can be projects, anything like that. But top-down theories are our overall life satisfaction influences on many different domains, right? And some people can say that bottom-up theories and top-down theories are the same. But when a person is trying to be an influencer or they have a domain-specific satisfaction, for example, if you're trying to be a bodybuilder, you know you must put in work at the gym, you know, six to seven days a week, an hour and a half to two hours a day, just giving it your all, grinding it out for many, many, many years to come. And then eventually you will be first place. That is the satisfaction of most bodybuilders, right? If you are trying to create a business, you must put the work in and they tell you you have to work 24 hours a day, eight days a week or 25 hours, eight days a week. But your life will be dependent upon how much work you put in. You don't have to put that much in terms of, you know, where your health is starting to get affected. But what you what they're they're trying to make out the point is if you love something so much, you're going to give it your all. Right. And the theories draw interest about how you evaluate one's life. So conclusion, how do we find happiness, y'all? This is the biggest question that people have been looking for, okay? You find happiness in the way you look at your quality of life and the way you want to have self-satisfaction in the future and what steps do you need to take in order to get to that point? If you ask yourself those three questions over and over every single day or if you write it on a piece of paper and you read that piece of paper every single day, I promise you you will be much wiser than yesterday in terms of now knowing your quality of life, now knowing what you want to achieve. Sometimes big goals, big aspirations can take years and years to form. Sometimes it can take months, weeks, whatever it is. But you must start now before you can start later. I preach that all the time because there is no time like the present to make sure that you are doing what you have to do in order to be successful with life satisfaction, happiness, and over your overall quality of life. Ending it here, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Please tune in to the next episode, okay? I will keep posting episodes every single Monday, so please tune in. You will always get your ideal person in every Monday. Ayakovo's Gogos out. Peace, guys.